What I want to talk to y'all about today, and uh, you know, as always, God has once again confirmed that the thing He wanted me to talk about, even though in my feeble mind seems almost uh, kind of silly sometimes, but the title that I gave the message this morning is God is Able. And we've talked about this a lot lately, and you know, I'm going to keep telling you about it until you, you understand it. Until you understand how wonderful and magnificent my God is. I mean, if if your God is not as, as awesome and powerful, then maybe you ought to try mine for a while because He is. Sometimes we lose sight of how great God is. You know, I can't tell you all enough. I mean, when... You examine the wonderful works of God. You you begin to look at creation. And, and, you know, I realize all of us aren't scientists, but you start to look into outer space and, and you see all the wonderful things that that the medical doctors have, have learned about the human body. And you just look at all these different things. You'll see how wonderful and complex... And awesome God is. You know, it, it's easy for us to move along in our lives sometimes and kind of lose sight of that. But we need to always remember that God is able. We look at we look at ourselves too much. We look at at what we're capable of, and sometimes we want to apply that to God, and, and that is not how God operates. He doesn't operate in the same limitations that we have. It don't matter. You know, to us it matters who we know sometimes. It's like I told Brother Jack a while ago. In this world, it really does. it really is all about who you know. If you want to get ahead in this world, you've got to know some people. But listen, it don't matter because God knows everybody. He, he created them. He, he designed them from the beginning. There's no other God like Him. Before Him or after Him. There never will be another. He's the only one. He's the only true God. You know, there's other gods that people have thought up. But they don't exist. They, they can't do anything because they're not real. But when you go to God in prayer and you see something change and happen in your life, it it just speaks to you and tells you that there's something real about this God. God has total power over Satan and his demons. Now listen, that's not what Satan wants you to know. Satan wants to scare you. And you know, I, I tried to think of a good analogy and I really couldn't come up with one, but... You know, I remember as a kid that there were some people that just scared me. You know, they, they kind of, some people just intimidate you. And you get in their presence and, and there's just something about them. I don't know. It just, they have a dominating presence about them. And so I got to thinking about how God is and, you know, how, how Satan is and, and that's exactly how Satan wants you to, to think about him. He wants you to tremble at the thought of him. But I want to read y'all a scripture this morning 
that's going to give you some insight into the reality of what goes on. Not what, not this false reality or perception that Satan would have you to have, but the true reality. <clears throat> this will give you a little taste of how great God is. Turn to Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8, and we're going to start in verse 27. And when he went forth to land, there met him out of, a, out of the city a certain man which had devils a long time, and wear no clothes, neither abode in any house but in the tombs. When he saw Jesus... He cried out and fell down before him, and with a loud voice said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of God, most high? I beseech thee, torment me not. For he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For oftentimes it had caught him, and he was kept bound with chains and fetters. And he broke the bands and was driven out, driven of the devil into the wilderness. And Jesus asked him, saying, What is thy name? And he said, Legion, because many devils were entered into him. And they besought him that he would not command them to go out into the deep. And there was there and heard of many swine feeding on the mountain. And they besought him that he would suffer them to enter into them. And he suffered them. I'm just going to stop there. Now I want you all to look at this and see that Jesus didn't have to tell these demons who He was. They saw Him coming and they, listen, they, their knees began to shake. Because they knew the power. What did He say? Jesus, Thou Son of God, the Most High. Because they recognized who Jesus was even though He was in human form. They knew He was the Son of God. They knew He had power over them in every way. There was, there was nothing in them that could withstand the slightest thought from Jesus other than His mercy. Now, you know, that, that's ought to be uh, kind of a weird thing to you to think that Jesus even had mercy on these demons. They didn't want Him to send them to the pit of hell. And he says he suffered them to go into the swine. He could have at that point just spoke a word and he just destroyed them. That's the kind of power God has. Did I tell you all God is able? Listen, I want you to get this in your mind. I want you to understand it with all that you are. God is able. When He has power over demons in that kind of manner, they recognize Him from a distance. They see what's coming and they fall down. Listen, these are demons we're talking about. These are the exact opposite of what God is. They're, everything within them is evil. And they fall down at the feet of Jesus and worshiped Him. Listen, they worshiped Jesus. They said, you're the Son of God, the Most High. They didn't have to say the Most High. They offered worship because they knew who He was. They knew the power that He had over them. 
That's the kind of God we serve. Listen, when you encounter Satan, whatever means it may be, Satan ain't going to just come stand before you. But listen, when you encounter Satan or one of his demons in whatever manner it may be, did you know that you have that same power? Not because of how great you are or, or who you are or what name you have or, or who your family is. It ain't got nothing to do with that. What has got to do with what lives within you? Uh, Paul said over in Galatians, he said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I that live, but Christ lives within me. Listen, it ain't nothing to do with Kevin Alfred. It's got to do with Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Most High. That's what's important in this day and time. In this world that we live in, you want power, you get some Jesus in you. You've got power over Satan through the name of Jesus. And listen, because of that, because of who you are in Christ, you can boldly stand up, look that devil in the face and say, get behind me, Satan, because I've got power over you in the name of Jesus. It doesn't matter what your situation is. It may be that you're broke and penniless. It may be that you're sick. It may be that you have some sort of terrible bondage and temptation to do something you ought not do. But at that very point, you get a little boldness in you and decide, I am tired of putting up with you, Satan. I am tired of you telling me who you think I am. I'm going to remind you who you are. I'm going to tell you one more time that, that I am a child of God. And what lives within me is greater than you. What does the Word say? He that is in me is greater than he that is in the world. Now what does that mean? It means that he's got power over Satan. You know, I heard somebody describe one time. If you go back in the Old Testament, do a little reading... And even in the New Testament, I think Jesus probably talked about it. Jesus said He saw Him fall like a star from heaven. I heard a preacher say one time that, and you know, he probably took a little liberty with this and kind of embellished or made up a little, but it follows suit with what the Word teaches, so I'll tell you. But he said that, you know, the devil at one time was somebody in heaven. He he was a created being just like anybody else. God created him in in beauty and glory. And you know, there come a time when when Satan kind of started plotting. He decided he wanted what God had. He decided that, well, I've seen what God can do. And you know, I'm pretty powerful myself and I think I can take Him. But you know what this preacher said? He said that, He said that what Satan didn't know was that God had held back more than he had ever revealed. And when it came to that point where he decided he was going to try to overthrow God, God just thumped him and and there he was, falling to earth like a star like Jesus said. I want you to know today that 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 same power is just it's at your fingertips. 
I'm not trying to tell y'all to to go out just looking for a fight. But I want you to know there ain't no reason to back down from one either. When the time comes and, and you are in need of something, listen, Jesus lives within you. And if He don't live within you today, you might need to find out about that. Because there is power in the name of Jesus. You just speak the word Jesus. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's demons trembling somewhere just because that name resonates. You hear the words Jesus and they perk up and listen because they know somebody knows about something that's got power over them. You try to go at Satan by yourself and... You're going to have some problems. He's powerful. But I'm not here today to extol the virtues of Satan. I'm trying to tell you today that there's one that's greater. There's one that's mighty. There's one that that is willing to, to give that power to you because it, it glorifies His name. I read you this Scripture last week. I'm going to read it again. Hopefully you'll remember it this time. Ephesians 3 and 20 says, Now unto Him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. What power? What power did I tell you about a while ago? The power that works in you. Because Jesus lives in me. It's not me. Paul said, I was crucified with Christ. I'm dead. Nevertheless, yet I live because Jesus lives within me. It's Him that rose from the dead, not me. Do y'all understand what I'm saying this morning? Do you hear me? When, when you come into these trials and temptations, don't just sit down and take it. Now listen, sometimes trials and temptations come from God. But God is not the one that that doles them out to you. The Word says that every good and perfect thing comes down from above. It comes from the Father of lights. He's not going to send nothing bad your way. He allows it to happen. But listen, at that very time, do you think, do you think Job was being harmed by God? No, the Word tells us that, that God allowed Satan to do those things to him. But there comes a time when you've got to say enough is enough. I am tired of putting up with your mess. I'm tired of you having your grips on my family. I am tired of you having input into my life. Because I'm a child of God. And just like Joshua said, he said, I don't know about y'all, but as for me and my house, we're going to serve the God, serve the Lord. And, and that's what the kind of attitude we need to have in this day and time. We have got to take our families back. Listen, you may let your kids do whatever in the world you want to do, but you're going to pay for it in the end. I'm going to tell you that right now. You need to take charge of your life because you're a child of God. You don't have to allow Satan to ruin your life and your family. You don't have to let Satan put you in bondage to things in your life. Everything that Satan does to you, it's because you allow him to do it. Listen, when Jesus died on the cross, 
What does the Word tell us? It said that he, he descended into the depths of the earth. And it says He led captivity captive. He broke the gates open of hell. He come back and He said, Look, I have conquered that thing. You don't have to live in bondage to Him anymore, whether it be bondage to the law, whether it be bondage to some sort of sin or temptation. You don't have to live like that anymore. I have conquered the devil. I beat him. And it's just a matter of time before he goes back to where he came from. That power that works in us, it's the power of the one true God. It's not something we have to conjure up. It's not something you have to... You know, I remember when I was in the army and, and they would do what's called a dusting. And they called it a dusting because you always had to keep your boots nice and polished. And they would get you out there and flip you around on the ground and make you do push-ups and front to back and up, down, up, down. They would do all this stuff. And if you was really in a bad situation, they'd have a water hose out there spraying you down as you're doing it. It almost sounds torturous. But when you're in that kind of situation, you get to a point, you've got to dig down deep inside and find whatever little bit of strength you can to get through it. I'm here to tell you today, it ain't like that. Because it ain't got nothing to do with your strength. It ain't got nothing to do with what you can muster up inside because the Son of the living God, the one true God, that's who lives within you. It ain't got nothing to do with with your feeble intelligence and what you can figure out. It's got to do with some things are just true. Some things are not. And and this is one of those things that is black and white. Listen, He either lives in you or He don't. This don't change from day to day. Either you've got the Son of the living God within you or you don't. It's not something you have to figure out every day or try to decide, I've got to find the strength to get through this. No, listen, you have got power over that thing through the name of Jesus. It's an external power, even though it's within you. Do you understand what that means? Why do you ever go to somebody else and ask them for help? Probably because they know something you don't, or they have something you don't. You go to an external source. That's exactly how God works in your life. He is an external source. It, it don't have anything to do with you. You understand that? When I go to Joanne at work and ask her a question that relates to our computer system, it's because that particular system, she knows way more about it than I do. And I know I can ask her and get an answer that I don't have within me. That's exactly how God is with us. He is an external source. It don't matter what I know, except the fact that I know Joanne knows. Think about that now. It don't matter what you can do. It don't matter what you know. It don't matter uh, about your strengths or weaknesses. None of that matters. 
What matters is that you know that Jesus Christ lives within you and that He is the King of kings, the Lord of lords. He has power over everything. He is the one-time, one-time awesome, wonderful Creator of the universe. Now, there may have been a big bang. I don't know. But I guarantee you something set that big bang in motion. Somebody had to speak the words and, and let things happen. He is the one that I place my trust in. It don't have anything to do with I ain't tall enough to reach something. Or I'm too weak to get up out of this bed today. It has to do with I got Jesus in me. And because of that... The Word says that He can do exceeding. Listen, listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth. That's out of a movie, but it applies. He can do exceeding, abundantly, above what I can ask or even think. More than I can ever come up with, He can do it. There is no limitations to what He can do, so why not trust Him? Why not put your faith in Him and at the same time tell Satan who you are in Christ? I am a child of God and you don't have power over me anymore. I'm not going to put up with you destroying my life. It never ceases to amaze me what kind of power there is in the name of Jesus. Listen, there are times I don't feel like praying. But one of my kids needs me to pray for them. There's times I don't feel like worshiping. But because I know I need a little something for God, from God, i got to spend some time worshiping. I've got to not only... Feed my soul, but I've got to get, make sure that that thing is right. But it never ceases to amaze me how when you call upon the name of Jesus, He's there. Sometimes it don't feel like it right away. But you go to looking afterwards and you're like, man, I, how did I miss the fact that God was moving in my life? You know, I told you all last week about bad situations at work. But listen, they, we got the word Thursday that they pushed this thing back two months. Now, some people don't look like that as, as a blessing, but it's a blessing to me, I guarantee you. And the word that I tell you all earlier, the word says, it says, the fervent, effectual prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Now, I don't know how many people was praying the other way, but I know one on this side was praying. I don't know what they what they hold as, as their true God, but I know who my God is. And my God is a God that answers prayer. My God is a God that just loves to do wonderful things that are behind, beyond our comprehension so that we can just look, sit back and look and say, God's able. Amen. 